Hello, folks. It is Knickknack Jack, and I am here with season four of the knickknackjack.com podcast. This first season, or first episode, is going to start with what else but the topic of the American Revolution, since it's so close to the 4th of July. Uh, I need to talk about this. I need to delve into this. So that is exactly what I'm going to do. So stay tuned. We're going to get into the nitty-gritty of the American Revolution and the separation from the great British Empire. Stay tuned. I ended last season by talking about what I perceived as a lack of opportunity in American society currently. And I also have expressed a great amount of bitterness and dislike towards American culture and American society in general. And you may wonder, well, where the fuck does this come from? And I thought I'd start season four by trying to explain where my perspectives and opinions come from, because... I was born in Chico, California, uh, part of the United States, and I've lived in the United States for all my life, pretty much. I've only been um, on short foreign visits to Australia, Mexico, and the United Kingdom. So, who am I to have this opinion that America sucks, and that America's this piece of shit nation, and blah de blah de blah Who am I? How, how, what gives me the right to say that, you ask? And here is where my opportunity is taken to explain why I have this particular opinion of American society. And it all starts, of course, with the Revolutionary War. Now, my understanding of this um, historical period is tenuous at best, and extremely colored by the American viewpoint of the history. But my understanding is that the British came over, they established colonies, the French came over, they established colonies. Pretty much all the European powers were coming over to the newly discovered American continents and, and establishing colonies. And that's all well and good, except for the fact that according to the colonists' uh, perception... They didn't have a lot of say in um, where their taxes came from, what the ruling party was doing. You know, they didn't have a voice, as it were. Uh, Now, at this time, the British Empire had progressed to a uh, parliamentary-like system, and it's still a constitutional monarchy to this day. Uh, The Queen is technically in charge, but... Generally speaking, the uh, prime minister gets elected by the people, and it's not all that different from the uh, democratic American system that we have set up here. So, um, looking at at the differences between the British monarchy at the end of the 18th century and uh, what would eventually become the American um, Congress and presidency... um, at the end of the 18th century, I don't see a whole lot of differences. 
the main difference, of course, is, I mean, there's no monarch here. You know, we, we severed the ties of the monarch. We don't want a monarch. Uh, we want a president who has a limited term. And we didn't really define the limited term until later on, but that's... That's what we set out to do. We said, all right, we, get, we want a president that we elect, and he'll only be in power for a certain amount of time. So we, you know, we did away with the monarchy thing. So fine. Um, but as far as taxes go, we have taxes here. They have taxes there. As far as freedoms go, um, you know, initially there were, uh, you know, there was a huge, huge to-do. Um in, in British society about religious freedom. Uh, you can ask Ireland about this. Uh, Ireland is essentially split up because um, half of the country uh, went with the Protestant influence uh, from Britain, and half of the country has um, stayed with the Catholic Church. And because of that, um, there's Northern Ireland, which is part of the United Kingdom, and there is Ireland itself, which is not part of the United Kingdom, all because of that religious difference and the religious influence. So, you know, understanding here that a lot of uh, people came over to the Americas seeking religious freedom, uh, seeking to be less controlled uh, by big government that they came from, so to speak. I mean, I can understand their want their desire to be left alone, you know, they were trying to find a new frontier where things could be quieter, where they could kind of be autonomous and, and not be fussed with. But their reaction to the taxation of tea, of all things, which at this in this day and age, and I don't know about that day and age, but in this day and age, tea is not that important in the United States. We do not drink tea. We drink coffee. But not tea. So, I mean, you can tax the shit out of tea all you like, um, and no one's really going to care, at least in modern society. And I would, I would assume um, that the way things have, that by the time the later part of the 18th century came around, that this would pretty much be the same thing. It's just, you know, the Brits put a tax on tea, they try to force you to buy tea, but you're like, well, we don't want the tea, and, you know... Problem solved. They need to find something else to tax, or they need to, you know, settle it in a different way. Um, that's fine. That you can be upset about that. That you can protest that. Um, you know, you can perfectly, you know, you can you legitimately protest this taxation by the king. That's fine. I, I don't, I don't um, disapprove of the colonists for doing that. Um, what I disapprove of is the extent they went to it, the the extent to which they held the revolution, the, to which they declared outright war and completely severed ties from the British Empire. I don't think that was necessary. I don't think that was required, and I don't think that was called for. I think this was simply a matter of, hey, you know what? We don't want to pay your high taxes on tea. We want a voice in the parliament so that we can have a little bit of a say here, and yes, you just fought a big war against the French, and yes, that cost you a lot of money, you know, we're part of the country, so we're glad to help out, but, uh, you know, we think this should, this, this cost should be covered globally, not on a micro level, uh, you know, your colonies just serving you. Um, that's what I think the colonists should have tried to do, instead of this whole uh, Boston Tea Party you know, dump all the tea in the Atlantic Ocean or the Boston Harbor, whatever you want to call it, and say, fuck you, Britain. Um, 
because because that is essentially what the Fourth of July, really, if you go all the way back and think about it, is about. It's a it's fuck you Britain Day, and you know what? I may be American born, but I don't like fuck you Britain Day. I think the British Empire was quite noble and quite respectable in many many ways. It wasn't perfect, of course, um, but I don't think they deserved to be treated the way they were treated when the uh, American colonies separated from them. I don't think it was warranted, and I don't think it got us anywhere. I think we have to deal with the same shit, for the most part, that modern Britons have to deal with. And, you know, it, it has accomplished no nothing. We have no great freedom that Britain does not have. We are free from what? Uh, you know, it's, I, I don't... You know, if we're supposed to be freer than Britain, then I gotta say that's bullshit. I mean, the only only snoopy thing that they have that we don't is uh, government-controlled security cameras, which is kind of creepy, I'll admit, but it's not this huge thing, as far as I'm concerned. It's not this, oh, they're not free over there. It's, it's no, no. They, and and I, I just don't understand where we got the arrogance to say you know, we, we formally, uh, reject your rule. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand where we got the ego to do that, and why we got the ego to do that, and, and, you know, the culture that has, that that's created, I mean, the fact that we succeeded in, in winning the war, uh, created this huge culture of arrogance, which was, um, taken down a notch or two subsequently by the War of 1812, uh, which was um, actually, of course, started by us. Uh, this was initially something that the American history books did not tell us. We started the War of 1812, and even though Britain, um, you know, did quite well, and, and what would become Canada eventually, too, did, did quite well and infiltrated the American capital and whatever else... Um, if we started the war, I mean, fuck, we were kind of asking for it, weren't we? I think so. So, I, I mean, to, to go, to have this culture where you perceive Britain as the old power that abused you and treated you like shit and, you know, treated you like a slave when in fact there was a parliamentary system in place, when in fact you could have used your civil rights and your civil options to demonstrate your desires to this government and could have asked for fair representation, could have done something different rather than just taking up arms and saying, oh, fuck them, we're going to shoot at them. That, that bothers me, and that continues to bother me to this day. So, to, I mean, to me, the very foundation of America is bullshit. The way we approached it, the way the colonists dealt with it... I, I can't respect it. I can't. I can't say that I'm proud of my founding fathers. Um, I think they were morons that that just wanted to rebel and were just looking for a fight. Now, with that said, I think um, you know some of the people like uh, Thomas Jefferson and George Washington had some great ideas. I think there are some invaluable, wonderful ideas within the documents they created, but. The context in which they were created, to me, is invalid. And because of that, I can't respect America. 
And this has pretty much been the way I felt since I was very, very little. Um, I can't tell you why or where it started, but this was a feeling, again, I mentioned it in last season, and I'll mention it again, uh, being four or five years old and singing God Poop America instead of God Bless America. I, I don't know why I felt that was necessary. I don't know why I had that perspective, but that was my perspective. And that continues to be pr- my perspective to this day, because as far as I see it, uh, we're a bunch of disrespectful, arrogant rebels who don't understand you know, where we've come from and what we benefited from. And um, all we've done since becoming a country is become very, very powerful, uh, dress ourselves up at the wor- as the world police, attempt to enforce our, our rule on other places, and get continuously rejected. Uh, Korea was the first example. Vietnam was the second example. Uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, third, fourth examples. Uh, clearly, it's not going well, this whole expansion of democracy bullshit. And it pisses me off that we continue, even under the leadership of Obama, which is significantly less um, disturbing than the leadership of George W. Bush, thank God. But still, even under this new president's leadership, we're continuing with this American uh conquest idea and to me it's it's not feasible it's there's nothing to back it up it's not like we have it so great um you know we have it better than than several countries of course but we're not the world leader we're not the top of the tops and you know you look at our education system relative to countries like japan it's shit and the thing about japan is japan was help helped uh rebuild we helped Japan rebuild after World War II. That was kind of the first example of the expanding the democracy idea. And that one actually did pretty well. Japan has come to, into its own. They seem to be very democratic. They seem to have very good ideas. They seem to be mo- moving forward in a very positive way. In the meantime, their bastard father, the United States, helping them recover from them being assholes in World War II. And by the way, Hawaii was not a state. At the time it was attacked. So, what the fuck? You can't, you can't say, oh, we were attacked and it was horrible and it was terrible when the place that was attacked was not even a fucking state. Come on! Give me a break! It's bullshit. It's just, it's, it's bullshit. And, you know, I, I, the only, the, I mean, the legitimacy, legitimacy of, the impact the September 11th attacks had on us, um, cannot be doubted. Um, But the thing that pisses me off is the terrorists got what they wanted. Now we're all paranoid. Now we're all freaked out. Now we're all, oh, somebody's going to come out of the fucking woods and shoot us. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's terrible. But this is not the real world. Somebody only comes out of the woods and shoots you if you piss them off. If you say, invade Iraq or invade Afghanistan and stir up a hornet's nest, then yeah, be hornets are going to come after you and they're going to want to fucking kill you. But if you don't do that, if you don't try and be the world police, if you don't try and influence things that you shouldn't influence, then guess what? Considerably, a considerably smaller amount of people will be pissed at you. And it, it's just, it, it boggles my mind the way the American culture is set up, 
the way we think of ourselves, the way we dream of our future, the way, I, I mean, even the American dream, the American dream in and of itself. Let's look at that for just five minutes. The American dream in and of itself is to get a shitload of money, do really, really well at your job, squeeze out a bunch of kids, stick money in yours and go, meh. You know, this is the American dream. But what the fuck's the point? Why would you want to accumulate all this money? Why? What does it do for you? Does it make you happy? No. Does it mean you're working your ass off for 30 years and then dying quite quickly afterwards? Yeah. And what the fuck's the point of that? It's stupid. So, as you're sitting around enjoying Fuck You Britain Day in your respective holiday celebrations, give some thought to the American culture. Give some thought to what is truly behind the celebration in this day. And let's collectively work to reverse the trend. I mean, what's, what's been done has been done. And, you know, our forefathers were fucking morons. At this point, it's kind of a live-with-it situation. But I think, I think there is still a way we can turn this around. I think this, there is still a way we can say, look, we've been, we've been fuckers. We've been assholes. Sorry about that. Uh, we're human. Everybody's been fuckers or assholes at some point in their lives. Let's try and reverse the trend. And really, that is, that is my last standing hope for this country, to be absolutely honest with you. Because as, as a citizen now, I don't feel like there's any significant future for me. Um, I don't feel like my my the fact that I hail from the United States deserves any respect. I, I, I don't feel any connection to it really whatsoever. I mean, if, if Canada invaded and said, oh, U.S., you're, you're ours now, I'd be like, all right, you know, as long as you don't make me declare a religion that's not mine, I don't give a shit. Um, oh, and three healthcare? Sweet. Um, you know, that would, that would basically be my, my opinion there. But, um, you know, it's just, I don't know. I guess it all comes down to how you perceive the world around you. And I i was not raised in this Cold War culture, culture where Russia is about to kick our ass and they'll drop the nuke on us any moment here and it'll be terrible and whatever. I was raised in the culture of America's the biggest, baddest fucking country. Look at us. We've just won the Cold War. Aren't we so great? We can do any fucking thing we want to. And all I've done is seen through the lies and seen through the bullshit, blinked twice and said, no, 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 no. This isn't warranted. This isn't required. We don't need to come up with all this crap. And I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a terrorist. Maybe I'm a horrible person that shouldn't be part of this country. I don't know what I am, but I don't think I'm the only one. I don't think I'm the lone person out here thinking, "Oh, happy Fourth of July! What the fuck are we celebrating again?" Because to me, it's like, well, what freedom do we have that other countries don't? I mean, you know, for the most part, I mean, yeah, if if you're in. Somalia, you probably don't have a lot of the nice things we have here, but I'd say as far as, you know, if you're looking at the chances of you succeeding in life, of you actually going somewhere in life, I think you actually have a lot of, lot better chance of success 
in any country but the United States. Quite honestly, I, I, I feel like the odds and the obstacles are stacked against me here uh, for me to be able to do anything. And it frustrates me because I don't know how to change it. I mean, I'm theoretically a part of this democracy, a voice in this union, uh, something, a force that matters. But what can I do? What can I do to change it? Because I have, I have yet to seen to see a um, candidate for president that I would actually support. I mean, I've seen candidates for president that certainly suck less than other president candidates. I mean, John McCain, terrible, 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 awful man. Uh, Barack Obama, meh, okay man. Uh, but I mean, I want a better choice than that. I think, I think I deserve more than that. I think we as citizens deserve more than that. If we truly want something different... Then, then let's let this whole democracy thing that we um, go on and on about every fucking Fourth of July actually work. Uh, give the people what they want. Now, I guarantee you, people are stupid, so the people aren't going to want something very uh, logical. But if you truly want to give the people what they want, shut the fuck up and give the people what they want. There, there's no more to it than that. There's no less to it than that. It's just that simple. So, I hope you now feel better informed of the reasons that my opinions are the way they are, and I do hope you enjoy your midsummer celebration, if nothing else. I mean, the solstice passed a couple weeks ago, but go out, enjoy a watermelon. Um, But think about this perception of American freedom and American greatness that is spat out to us from every media outlet out there. And think about, does it really have any value? Does it really ring true? Am I really any freer here? Do I really stand to gain anything more here than I do anywhere else? Or is this all part of the immigration bullshit that we've been fed? I mean, there's no cats in America, and the streets are filled with cheese. For the Knick Knack Jack Network, this is Knick Knack Jack, signing off. Bye.